Hey, hey, hey. Hello, beautiful people. My name is V. George Smith, and I'd like to welcome you back to the Hello, Beautiful People podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we just spent 30 minutes of the pre-show talking about battle rap. And um, I would like to say to you, <laughs> you wouldn't have been interested in any of the conversation. That's why we had the You're welcome. Is what he's saying. You're welcome. Right. We right. saved you. You're welcome. We saved you. Just know that surf 2140. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> if Hit you the know, horn. you know. Hit the horn. If, well, oh, I wasn't ready. Dang, Reggie, you right. Hit the horn. Oh, shit. How come hey. the podcast man, you ready? I'm still not ready. Hold up. <laughs> come on. Stupid passcode. Why do I have a passcode on my junk? It is only me. Money. I gotta turn my passcode off. Like, I ain't got that many secrets. Ladies and, <laughs> sheesh. Ladies and gentlemen, we, we appreciate you and we thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you so much. Um, we've established a nice little audience. I was talking to Corey um, before we started. We, we had a lot of pre-show today. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> We, we were just uh, like, I was comparing some notes and sharing how much of you guys have been listening to the podcast, even from different nations. And I thank you guys so much for enjoying it. But for we listening. need more cowbell, though. For, <laughs> I thank you so much for listening. Please, if you could just do us a favor, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, could you please rate us five stars, leave a comment. And share. Let your friends know, hey, I listen to this cool podcast. And these people are really cool and kind of funny. Too much? Nah. Nah, that's it? That's sufficient? Nah, that's sufficient. Okay. All right, I'm just saying. I... Okay, okay, okay. All right. Well. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I got... I mean, you can shit. beg some more. Jeez. Ladies and gentlemen, we need you to survive. <laughs> if, not, if not for you, we are nothing. We thank you so much for being here, for lending your ear to us for what is going to be not, we're not going to take you, give you two hours this week. We, we're not going to run off at the mouth this week. <laughs> and just for five ninety nine, you can feed a small child in Africa. Oh, dog. <laughs> Listening to, hello, beautiful people. We're not asking for much. These kids don't have, all right, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, how many times have you seen that commercial to know it verbatim like that? <laughs> it's down to the sin. It's a gift. It's a gift. Ronnie snuck in there. She being quiet. I see you, Ronnie. What? Hey, guys. Veronica Moses in the air. How are you? Is she, I'm is good. She, how are you? Is she safe and sound, people? Yes, I'm safe and sound. I'm safe nice and, and squeaky sound. clean. Cradled she's, in the arms of oh my she's, god, she's clean and uh, um, hallelujah party was a success. Oh, it was a wonderful time. Oh, we're yes. gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. Let's finish this intro. <laughs> Richard Addict, Jamari. <laughs> what up, is y'all? What up? What up? What up? And last but not least, Corey Hollywood Reed is in here. Hollywood, a collective Hollywood air horn for the whole crew. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Bishop and Talisa. They couldn't be here this week or they might pop in whenever. Wishful thinking. We'll hope they will. If they don't, 
they're gonna listen and laugh and they're gonna be like, ha ha, he thought I was coming. All right, anyway. Fuju. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, so what we got here is a lot to talk about. And I wanted to continue last week's conversation concerning the music biz industry whatever you want to call it and we add we ended off talking about gospel music but my question is not a gospel music question i have an icebreaker that i want to start to show off with i actually have two icebreakers but let's start Before off with the your icebreakers i just yes. want to say y'all disrespected something awful will smith last week on his podcast and i appreciate it that, that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't led, well. that wasn't led by me. That was all rich. Who's the bus driver today? Jeez. That was all rich to Lisa. I'm just I'm just being honest. You're just a bus driver. That's who you are. You're a bus driver. All, all I said was after the entanglement thing, I stopped watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I stopped. I didn't even get to um Neil Long yet. I didn't get to none of those seasons. No, hard to, anyway. Um, <laughs> so, the, all right, so wait a minute. Did we disrespect, did we disrespect Denzel, though? No. Not really. Sort of, okay. kind of, but not really. Not really. Not really. All right, cool. Was it a disrespect or an observation that we made? I think we made an observation. I don't think all we... I, I was just I I just wanted to double check because he brought up Will and then brought, brought brought up Denzel. So that backs up the point I was making about Denzel plays Denzel in every movie he does. We love him. We love yeah. him. Denzel, you're always a friend of the show on a whatever face podcast. I don't know what George <laughs> is doing up here on Hello Beautiful People. <laughs> But I welcome you, Mr. Washington, on whatever face Parker. Continue. I'm sorry. Icebreaker. <laughs> Music-wise, we're starting Corey, with a... Corey's from New York for real. <laughs> I promise <Yeah>. you. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> no debate. I, don't, I, I caught that yet last week, too. Unfortunately, yeah. He's from New York. Unfortunately. Born and raised. That, that was that. a joke. Was, come on, man. Yeah, let that kind of stuff go. Anyway, we're going to go into... <laughs> the I'm not, I'm not going to do one got to go. I'm going to make you pick one because I feel like one got to go. I'm going to make you pick one. One got to... This, this, we got four songs here. Kiki and Avant. Kiki Wyatt and Avant. My First Love. Mm. Okay. Lauren and D'Angelo, nothing even matters. Mm-hmm. I don't think I like where this is going. Mary J and music, if you leave. Deborah Cox and RL, we can't be friends. You have to pick one of those records. That has to go. That has to go. No, 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 no. One you want to actually. Do we have to do ones? What do you guys prefer to do? You have to do one's I... got to go, or one's got to stay. What you What you want to do? Stay. All right. So only one. Around Deborah, around Deborah Cox for me. That song is a class. You cannot ever get rid of that song. Around I know. 
Oh, that joke. They, they, she was going sick. She was singing. She Somebody was heard her. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the stare. Okay. Well, D'Angelo and um, Lauren Hill is a classic to me, so that stays. That's the one for you? That's Corey, one what you me. got? You said RL. The intro and- to Lion King, my girl? <laughs> <laughs> Not too much. No, I'm that was good. Uh, RL and I, I, like, I like the RL, man. I like the RL and, and and Deb. But if I had to get rid of one, I know it'd be the, the, the Mary J and Mary J and music, if you leave. Yeah, I was trying to hide before the stones came. So, yes. Mary, Mary <laughs> <Jay>. <laughs> All right, so let's do that. So, Corey said which one he would want and which one got to go. So, Ronnie, which one would have to go for you? Um, what were the choices again? Mary J Music, If You Leave, Kiki mm-hmm. and Avant, My First Love, Lauren and D'Angelo, Nothing Even Matters. Mary J. Sorry, Seth. Sheesh. Gosh. Rich? Clean sweet? I'm like torn between Kiki and Avant and what's Rich name? Strikes me, Rich strikes me as a guy that would be a totally annoyed with Kiki Wyatt, like in a no, real way. It's, I don't like Kiki's a beast. I don't know if that's the same Kiki that I like now, though. And I'm definitely not an Avant fan. It was a cool song, though. And, um, Music and Mary is just like, like I don't know if I get it. <laughs> so it's, it's like yeah, I don't know why that's so funny. I don't know if I get it. So it's out of them two for me, and um, right now it'd have to be out of. I, it, it would probably be a clean sweep with, with um. Mary and music slightly though, because I'm just not a fan of the. Um, I'm not a fan of Avant, so it's like gotcha. I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be listening to that song, skipping, skipping through it, and I'm like, all right, get the Kiki already. <laughs> it's, it's like right. it's like it's like going through a, a, a leader of the new school verse just to hear Buster. I'll get through the first two. And then... Oh, we gonna get to that. That's a okay. good segue. So let me right. um, let me let me get mine in. I'm definitely as. As much as Nothing Even Matters is like one of my favorite songs of all time, We Can't Be Friends is a little, is a little bit higher on my list. That's one of the greatest, not even R&B songs, that's one of the greatest songs ever. And I even saw them interviewing saying they want to do it again. Like, so hopefully like, you know, how so- No. You, what? No? Do it again. Want, I love it. You want to hear them do it, it live? I mean, if they're not going to add no extra wrists and runs, sing it like you sang it on a record. Don't add no extra oohs and ahs and try to make it a 2020 thing. Leave it where oh, it's no, at. Oh, no, not re-record it. Like, oh. they, only, they, only, they only performed it once ever together. So they were saying that they wanted, they wanted to try to get it done again because they only did it at, like, the Soul Train Awards, like, years ago. But not re-recorded, <laughs> though. See, I 
life. I'm about to say. Yo, <laughs> Yo Roddy came mm-hmm. in like, who He's... the heck replaced Ed Bid with this light skinned lady? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Pretty much. Don't, don't, don't change it. I like her. <laughs> and, um, <Yeah. laughs> y'all did my, y'all did my boy music dirty. So I'm going to say Kiki White and Avant. I can't, I can't have, I can't have music out of there like that. I'm sorry. Yo, yo, it's like music is, it's like music and Kiki was like the collateral damage for the other one. <laughs> <laughs> like music's cool, but Mary, you gonna whine on this whole album? Got it. Oh gosh, that's so funny. Speaking of whining, ladies and gentlemen, Buster Rhymes made a request for a versus battle a couple about a week or so ago against Clifford Harris. For those of you who don't know who Clifford Harris is. Wait a minute. This nigga's name is Clifford? Like the big red dog? That's that's why I couldn't do this without Ronnie. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Clifford Harris. I, I'm say, this nigga's name is Clifford. Is Clifford. A.K.A. In disgust. And so much disgust. A.K.A. T.I. Where did T.I. come from? <laughs> <laughs> Blasphemy. What kind of name is Clifford? Yeah. You should Talk be wearing bow ties and pushing your glasses up. What in yeah. the world? I'm going back on you. Goodbye. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> This yo, yo. <laughs> that's yeah. like that meme where it's like everybody all gangster until you find out what their real name is put that right. gun away Cornelius so Cliff, it was going to be Clifford Harris versus Trevor George Smith Jr if you wonder why I have so much respect and love for Buster Rhymes is that we almost have the same Exact name, same like so, name, like, like we, we legit outside of our first names, we have the same exact daggone name. You're both, from, the, y- you're both up, from yard, yep. Up to Trevor, the ain't no better, but at least Trevor, you can you can do something with him. Call Clifford's like, hey, Clifford, how you doing, Clifford? What up, Cliff? No, you can't make that gangster, it's Clifford, period. Hence the name. I hear you going to jail with guns, swinging guns. Your name is Clifford. They probably call Clifford. Let me get you stuck. What? Nigga, come on now. You just the bottom. Run it, Clifford. Hey, so so that makes more sense. Like, he probably didn't like it either. Nah, my name Tip. (laughs) Is it? (laughs) Call call it what your mama called you. What's on your birth certificate? Clifford. I'm enjoying this so much. If if rappers really went by their first names, you wouldn't like any of them. Oh, really? Tell Keith Murray that. <laughs> See, that's not his said, real name. No, that's his real name. That's his I real name. Said, I could have said Kendrick Lamar, but I just wanted to go back. <laughs> now, shoot, Keith Murray was one of the few dudes at that time to use his real name as a rapper. Right, that's true. But basically, Buster wanted a, a versus battle with Ti. And T.I. used, I, I, I don't want to call it an excuse, but his reasoning, <clears throat> excuse, was that they were from two different eras and he started making, you know, started cracking on them, talking about 
he should be battling Melly Mel and rah rah this and that. And so, long story short, Ti turned that battle down, and now the next newest verse is coming out of season two is Ti versus Jeezy. Can and I, that's wait, happening before, next month. The, the crazy oh! part is, I agree. I, boo it to, uh, you should have that. Boo his. <laughs> yeah, with George. Boo this man. Boo this uh, man. T.I. You in here for marijuana? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's uh, what we have to look very for. Appropriate. Very appropriate. T.I. is my guy. That's my guy. But for him to use the we're from different generations, that's a reach. Because you said you wanted the Kings of New York. You called out Hove. You called out 50. 50's more so in your generation, but you called out Hove. And Hove is. Wait a minute. Hove is after Hoven, he tried to uh-oh. do a versus with Ho. Yeah, no, he, he was that's... saying he he was he was saying like trying to pump up his chest, saying I wanted the king of New York, and he was he mentioned Jay Z's name, and everybody was like, "Nigga, relax, that's not happening." So then he Ever. went after Fifty, and like I get that it, that ain't happening either. Era, but it's but like, that ain't happening either. That that's not definitely a no go. But the question is, is Fifty even rap anymore? They dropped the ball. Swiss and Tim dropped the ball. That should have been Ross and Jeezy. Wait, and did it happen T. already? And Luda. Nah, it's, it's no, Ross no, no. Did, uh, two chains. N- you know right. what, Corey? I do agree. I if he did Ti and Luda, I think that would have been better. I right. love Ludacris because I like the way he raps. It's like you know he's telling a story. I love Ludacris. Him, yeah, him and T- Jeezy. Mm, you know he had some. Just focus on your wedding. <laughs> I think what wow. I think Focus one on suggestion <laughs> that's funny. One suggestion I have for, for versus I kind of want them to go back to the songwriters versus songwriters and producers versus producers because that way you're gonna get you're gonna actually get the 20 <clears throat> hits because that that that's the discussion that came up a lot this week. Well, does Buster have twenty hits? Well, does this person have twenty hits? When when it's artists against artists, it's going to be different. It might not necessarily be twenty hits from each person, but when you got songwriters going against songwriters and producers going against producers, you're more liable to get nothing but hits from each person. So, I think they should try to to get that back to that level. What do you guys think? Um, well, who's the are producers you, left? Are you more that, fan of? Are you a more fan of the artists? You like the artists, um, going back and forth. I I like both, but like, what's what artists? I mean, not artists, but like, what um, top notch producers are left to go at each other? Like, we had Swiss and um, um, Tim, of course, but mm-hmm. like. Pharrell hasn't put? done one. Who, but that'd be like Pharrell, Pharrell, Pharrell hasn't done one. Drake DJ hasn't Mustard done hasn't one. done one. Mustard hasn't done one. Um, yeah, he hasn't done one as much as he's in his, his presidential right. race right now. Kanye. But how we, I don't know. Kanye he don't need to do one. He needed, he needed prayer. And he how we pairing that up, though? How we pairing, how we making this versus work? I would Kanye like to Pharrell Pharrell be fire. That would be great. That would make some popcorn. 
and sit in front of your TV and man. Just, just make sure Kanye take his meds before he, t- before he goes on and we all right. Nah, uh, I, want, I want him complete spaz and giving me stories in between each round. No. I want him telling me about his contract. Yeah, I, I want... Mm. Yeah, it's not right to play all the tracks. Hey, and Corey, you're going to be the only one it. watching it when it's over. <laughs> yeah, right. We all his his wife that. probably wouldn't even watch it. Oh, shout out to his wife for showing everybody else they poor. For uh, She brought her whole family to some island. And um, I forgot. Hold up. Let me get to the... Oh, for her not... birthday. Yeah. COVID-free island? Hmm. It was a oh, private man. island. Yeah, mm-hmm. private island, and they're very excited to do so. So I, that but would what, make everybody feel poor. Like that was great. Exactly. Well, since we talk about <laughs> him real quick, I just don't understand how y'all came at Jordan Woods, but yet y'all was coming at Courtney and saying Tristan's this, Tristan that. But Tristan was at the birthday um, island party. So what? 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 What now? Y'all welcome him back with open arms. Like, what's going on? Y'all going hardcore. Y'all was about to attack this little black girl, mm. and now he back. And y'all want to welcome him open arms? Double standards, would you say? Yeah, I would love for the Kardashians to come to New Haven without a security guard. All that junk they talk <laughs> without all that junk they talk behind cameras and security. Come to New Haven and say what you got to say on TV to somebody in here and see if that wig don't get snatched off. Yo, Roddy been on one. <laughs> Yo. Yo, I'm trying to tell you, that's a great point because it's, it's he only definitely Tuesday. was at the table. He was definitely at the table grinning and winning. And they tried to shut that girl down. She had to go back. She had to go check Uncle Will Smith. Oh, yeah. She had to... Right. Um... She, they, like they, she, she knew him, but like she, yeah, like they attacked um, this girl. Imagine if Will Smith wasn't in her corner, she'd probably be finished. I don't understand all this Will Smith hate and Ronnie. I just want to tell you, no, you I, are that's not that was that was a shout out to Will Smith. That's not hate. He really, Corey, he really looked out. I said you're giving me life. I said you're giving me life. I repeat it seven more times this podcast. You're giving me. Life. She's gonna cuss. She's gonna cuss before. So I'm not, I, want I know. Her to. You know That's why I, I promise she's you. Right on the edge. She's I, right I am. Edge. I'm on the don't, edge, and I think it might slip. George, don't promise. That, 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 hey, hey, don't promise anything that you can't keep at this moment when you want one. All right, right. Let's let's put let's put Ronnie <laughs> in a happy place. Let's put Ronnie in a happy place. What are you doing? No, we George, don't. You're ruining a great podcast. Oh, but I want her to talk about how. How great her birthday was and her birthday weekend and hallelujah night. Can we get happy Ronnie after the fact? I, I like where we are right now. I like Veronica right now. Let's go. Come on. Keep going. Next topic. So in our new segment, <laughs> we find out this, this is a yearly segment. So you only get this once a year. <laughs> Veronica how was your birthday celebration? That's it our new segment. Amazing. I had a really, 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 this probably was like one of the best birthdays I had. I just, you know. Better than the 80s, joint? Right? No, the 30, my 30th birthday was the top. That was the top. This was, this is second. It was good. I just, I really didn't want to do much. I just really wanted to just relax, eat good food have a couple of drinks, hang out with friends, and that's exactly what I did. And I just laughed all night. 
which was so which you don't was consider great. us friends, Ronnie? You don't consider us friends? Absolutely, I do. We didn't get invited to the to the Halloween uh, fiasco. Oh no, but you you uh, that was that was something small. You are gonna come to the thirty fifth? That's gonna be hey. like the thirtieth plus more. All right. All right. <laughs> so, sounds like we gonna be on a boat. No, y'all just y'all make sure y'all get hotels and y'all don't drink too much. Hey. Save, I don't. Uh, I don't drink. I'm saved. This sounds like people gotta leave. They sound like you gotta leave your cell phone in the basket somewhere. Yeah. Yup. That's that's yes. what I'm probably gonna do. Leave your cell phone in the basket, and I'm not going home with you. Yay. Talk okay. about it. I just want everybody to know that I don't drink. I don't drink. <laughs> Wait, we just go. <laughs> I, it's her birthday. I'm trying to let her rock. Like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> my birthday was great. I had you can't abuse it, man. Come on, fella. Come on, man. What's we protecting these black women? What's wrong with y'all? That's right. So, protecting Ronnie, allegedly, yes. allegedly, if, 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 if yes. there was like, libations, you got this good your, strong if. Yeah, because if know. there were libations at your birthday, what would you have wanted? Would you have wanted? Not that was there, but what would you have wanted? I don't want to incriminate Ginger tea. I said Ronnie. George. Okay. All right. I'm just making sure. George acted for ginger tea like he got a sing the night or something. Right? Like you got a gig. Ronnie, what would you have liked? (laughs) If. (laughs) Um, Nothing. I think the way my birthday went was like, it was perfect. I couldn't ask for anything else. I didn't really... No, I was fine. I who I just you know relax. That's all I really did. I didn't want no mess. I didn't want no drama. I just wanted to laugh. I didn't. And there's nothing that I really missed. Wow, it's just like it, that. That's not like a mature birthday party. Right. Like, it was such a well. For one, I really couldn't. Hey, uh, I really was supposed to have a party, but due to stupid COVID, right. I had to do a little, at least a little something. But if. I'm just saying, see, if you see, had a DC, hey, Corey, Corey got a shovel and he's trying to dig. That's what's going on. I'm about to say, Corey's, Corey's trying to push. He's trying to poke the bear. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? There's gold down there. <laughs> I just want to remind everybody I don't drink. Y'all are a mess. I just take too much medication. Let me tell y'all, the last time I tried to drink, it was the funniest thing in the world. Charmaine was making the brisket, and she had to put some beer in it to cook it. So I take myself to the package store. First time I've been to the package store in years. I'm like, oh, shoot. Man, this is crazy. Look at this. Oh, this oh my gosh. I've been, I've, been, I've been in no kind of package store since... In, in Virginia, they call it ABC stores. I used to always be in the ABC store. Man, got a little deuce deuce of Heineken for the for the brisket or whatever. And she didn't even use the whole bottle. She's like, yeah, there's the rest. I was like, well, let me get the rest of this junk. Get on this deuce deuce like it's not as sick. Man, let me tell you something. <laughs> right, that junk took me out. I said, oh, shoot. He's down. <laughs> <laughs> He's down. I said, I said, oh, wait a, man. I said, wait a minute. What's going on? I just, this is just a deuce deuce. 
What's happening here? Oh, <laughs> 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 you got I, was I was finished. Like, man. I used to I used to have my little Bacardi Limon in the fridge when I was in college and everything. And it's so it's no, 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 I'm 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 done. I can't have communion in the Catholic Church if I ever wanted to. I'll fall out. <laughs> oh God. I, I would I, I'll recommend to you what I saw the Facebook bartender post in one of his beverages. It cause it came up as as a as a, a trailer. I don't know how I got to it on my page because it's sanctified and holy. I don't know how I got to it. But right. <laughs> if you were no, the if, algorithm had nothing to do with that, the devil. No, you see how they just randomly try to get you? Mm-hmm. Um he, <laughs> I can't. I can not. <laughs> he did uh Bacardi Limon with simply raspberry lemonade, but I'm just telling you if. One of y'all wanted to try it. Y'all let me know how it goes. Yeah. Leave it out there. Mm-mm. I'm, I, I just, no, I'm not a big drinker like that. I'll take a, give me my good, I'm ready sour. And I'm, I think I'm all right. Yo, See, wait was, a minute. I was on that whiskey sour back in the day. Amaretto was my first joint. I was like, oh, I can do this. I can't do that hard. Oh, Lord, no. Not that hard. Like people be trying to, no. You, you, you can't do, you can't do the Hennessy. No, that's another discussion. <laughs> Not on this podcast. Y'all won't get me on here with that. Catch, catch, catch that discussion on the Undefiled podcast. Undefiled oh yes, podcast. No. <laughs> no, man. So, um, we talked <laughs> Roddy's birthday. Oh, so sorry, I had to remember who was that because I was about to go back to Ti. But I just remembered that that therein. We're gonna call him Clifford. Every time we mention his name on this podcast, it will be Clifford. Yes. Dang, we're man. closing that, the segment. That. Yeah, that's your boy. It is, that's, man. It really is. It really is. Clifford. What's that? What's that? Disappointing people like that. Like you ain't hear DMX tell nothing. DMX and Snoop talk nothing about no daggone errors. Anyway. Mm. So <laughs> We end that segment of what did Ronnie do for her birthday with our next brand new segment. The one that's this segment is sweeping the nation. The sweeping the nation is one of our most popular segments. I've heard so many people people telling me they love this segment. They can't get enough of it. They're so glad we added it to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, your favorite segment in ours too. What? Did Veronica watch? I got it and watched. Y'all go keep asking me that. Ladies and gentlemen, I have not. No, 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 no. You told us. I did say I was a Friday. You know, I mean, not Friday, Saturday. Fibber. I was a little caught up, you know, in the celebration. But. Ronnie, wow. I think you should keep it to... like this every single time. Just never watch anything. Every time you ask, you just always no. say, didn't watch anything. Because it's great. I love it. Even, if, I love even it. if you do watch something. Even I'm if you do, just say, I didn't watch anything. <laughs> oh, my. You guys are horrible. And that, ladies and gentlemen, ends another segment of what? I don't like was... that segment. <laughs> it's always, it just turns into what Veronica didn't watch. <laughs> 
at our final segment. Wow. Wait a minute. Hey, Bishop. Uh, wait, wait a minute. I know that wow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, James Harris White is in the building. What's going on, sir? <laughs> oh. Glad to be in the service one more time. You have just joined us in the midst of mm. uh, the segment that's sweeping the nation. Yes. <laughs> Wait just... a minute. Hold on, hold on, real quick. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The bishop comes in like he checking on rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> right, just pops and don't tell nobody, yeah. does it? Wait, 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 wait. Now, I'm giving this one to Corey, and Corey, do not let me down. What did James is the bishop that's checking on rehearsal? What does he have on? He just walked in. Do not let me down, Corey. What does he have on? James is wearing his collar and whatever blazer that he picked out of his closet. Uh, the pants don't have to match. He's there wearing his go. collar, though. And the chain's tucked into his jacket pocket. Yes. And and my and my uh, vision of James walking in rehearsal, he has glasses at the brim of his nose. Yes, he's looking yes, yes. For those making trouble in rehearsal, he's going to check on the musicians, make sure they're playing the right notes. Yeah. Give a nice little head nod. Because he's a musical his bishop. Hand, he his knows. Hand, his hand wave is right at his chest. No higher than his chest. He's going to bless you at his chest. Yeah. He's going to turn around <laughs> and walk out. He missed out on one thing. He's gonna go over to the musicians and be like, let me, let me let me get on there. Let me get on. You know, let me show you something. He gonna show them. He gonna show some right, right. This how you do it, huh? Huh? I would have um, you know that no. I do I do not dress in the manner of the other bishops. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I would have on is. He said, let me, he said, let me get you straight. <laughs> okay, let me get it. I would have a brown velour Sean John sweatsuit. Oh my oh, god. Oh yes. <laughs> what sneakers though? Preferably uh, all white K Swiss. Yes. Um, oh I was gonna say you gonna god. say uptown. Oh all my white god. uptown. You I thought he was gonna say uptown. No, no. Come on with the white t-shirt no. underneath. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now we have is... a matching brown New York Yankees hat. Oh, that's oh. disgusting. That's Yo. absolutely disgusting. No, but nobody's Yo. wrong. They're both right. I Yo. was not a kid. If, if he would have said he had the Tim's on all the tied up all the way. Oh, shoot. Have to keep up with the young folk. Um, <laughs> yeah, he took us out with the K-Swiss <laughs> The all K-Swiss white shell, the shell top case Swiss, yes. Mm-hmm. Swiss took me down, boy, because they make yes. them shoes extra can I, big. Can I give you? Can I give you the CMC <laughs> uh, Bishop White? Can I give you the CMC Bishop White? All right, so I'm gonna re- redo this. He walks in. He's got a a fade with a, with a, a nose ring. He's oh. wearing a leather jacket. Uh, you for two. Skinny jeans and pointy shoes. Oh for two. Oh for three. Skinny jeans. Pointy shoes, listen, and he I'm, has I'm, a chain going from his pocket to his uh, all right, fine. Once again, you're wrong. I, I, I have too much. <laughs> I need, Yo, what's the one, number one? Picture did you just describe? Okay, That's so every I'm, youth pastor right now, because I said the CMC you know, version of the bishop, yeah, the CMC, we can keep that. I'm the bishop, 
Okay. <laughs> Don't right. you demote him. Don't you demote him. And, and I got I got too much going on to fit in the skinny jeans. So yeah, never, there never it is. Happen. All right. All right. So and you can take that however you see it. Praise okay. God. Okay. So uh, and then he's wearing a jersey and with a do-rag, but the hat and a do-rag don't match. And oh, he's no. got on some uh funk master flex lugs with a Oh, can, can you let me dress myself? Because <laughs> and I I need you to move to a whole new jurisdiction because the bishop you be looking at and I look in a whole mess. You know they still want the butt naked Timberlands over there. Whoever jurisdiction Man. is there. No, not the, not the Timberlands. That not the unclothed Timberlands. Yeah, the butt naked ones. Oh my gosh, no gum sole. If I see one of them, single sole. Mm-mm. Single sole, no leather on the um top part. That's it. Hey, oh George. I ain't forget about them butt naked Timberlands. The dies effects. You used to have them Timberlands. Hmm? Okay, sorry. You used to make sure your <laughs> jeans was big enough to cover the top of the boots. <laughs> because you didn't want nobody to see. You didn't have no leather uppers on the boot. Mm-hmm. By the time that became a thing. <laughs> and you Listen. used to step on the back of your jeans. And now you got a hole in the cuff. Oh my God. I had jeans like that for real. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. You got holes all in the cuff of the jeans. Oh, my gosh, yo. You can't straighten them uh, joints uh, out for nothing. You got to wear them no. cuffed now. Yes. <laughs> That's it. I'm so He's glad I, I, I'm I'm so glad I've gotten into Timberlands during the gum soul era. Thank you, Lord. Oh <laughs> my goodness. I got a brand new pair of Tims that I bought in March, so they're spotless. I haven't worn them at all. <laughs> <laughs> they are so spotless right now. But um we're gonna get um we're gonna close out. That was Veronica's segment of what has Veronica watched. <clears throat> We want to thank her for her segment. It's really just sweeping the nation. And so I heard y'all were talking about y'all talking about Buster and Ti a little bit. Is that, is that yeah? Yeah, we, we told you. Told you. He came we in left her. Clifford, um, the lady of the house said we have to address him as Clifford. Clifford. Okay. So mm-hmm. uh, let let me say, um, it's weird because I'm the resident born and raised South cat on this show true and and i'm a buster rhymes dude like in my opinion he's top five absolutely and, and whoever's in your top five can't out rap him we're gonna That's, give that ch- we're gonna give that a chance to settle any yeah. any rebuttals or retorts concerning that buster rhymes is in the top five and he could out rap I said you can't out rap them. There's a difference. I, like I, I would have like, to disagree with the out rap. I'm talking about top five. I would have to disagree a little bit, depending on this is what I'm saying. So no way. How this are we is what I'm, this top five. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like whoever's in there, they ain't just about to embarrass him. He can hang with anybody. Oh, so okay. in that case, right. yeah. Okay. Yeah, There's yeah. no dispute right. in that. Okay. That ain't that ain't never been. If anybody disputes that, they they haters. They like legit haters because I can't see 
Busta Rhymes not shining on no track. Exactly. And and that's been the way, and now we're going on four decades of it. You know what True. I'm saying? So, you know, from early 20s, how crazy was Westinghouse School? Because Jay-Z, Biggie, and Busta Rhymes all went to school together. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, those lunch cycles must have been crazy. Insane. Yeah. Wait, was, D- was DMX in there though that time? Or he, was he, the- he went there too, but I don't think he um he was there long enough or something like that. But he did go to Westinghouse too. But I don't think any of them finished. Yeah, that, that, um, that comes. Yeah, we are right. didn't finish. Yeah, uh, I don't think any of them finished school. Maybe Buster did, but I don't think I don't think the rest of them did. But but as far as his ability, his rapping ability, the catalog, the the live show, the video, the overall performance, the collab. Like he checks all the boxes, man. Mm-hmm. Like Yo, for real. Nah, you so, you right, you right. Because yeah, I'm I'm trying to think now. Like when you said show, oof. it's like if you don't got a production for your show, fireworks, oof. anything, and you go on after Buster, Buster's gonna suck all the energy out of the room. Paul, yes, he will. <laughs> and and, and it, his thing, I've seen him, I've seen him like the next to the last, not not even before the closer. I've seen him on on though you know those multiple cars where it's got it's six hours worth of of show you know what I'm saying they got like thirty acts on the thing yeah and he'll be on like hour four and there's two more acts to go and it'll just be him and Spliff and DJ Scratch no yeah. no stage no nothing it's just them two and DJ Scratch and he will take your crowd like literally top, top show duo ever ever. Buster, Buster and Spliff. Buster and Spliff was like amazing. Too much energy. You know what I'm saying? Too, too and, much. Too much. And, 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 what, and what he's going to do, I mean, he's smart about it. He's not just yelling and screaming. He will throw a freestyle in there out of nowhere in his show and just bust you down. So it's like, now I'm performing, but I can wrap my butt off too. You know what I mean? And then as soon as put your hands on my eyes, because see drops, your crowd is gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's they, like they, it's, they, 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 they gonna help them finish that song too. That's what Your crowd is gone, dog. They're they gonna help them finish. Mm-hmm. Like so, so the in total terms of performance, nobody can touch Buster. I give you that. No, no one, nobody. can touch Buster in terms of performance. I, you, you know, who, and I think we said I, it up here. I think we said up here. If they, if he does a versus, it should be a video versus him and Missy. If, if we're talking like. Well, this is why I'm saying no. Videos and what this, you do. This is this is what I'm saying no, because Busta is in a handful of rappers who has classic unreleased songs. So if we just did videos, we would miss those album cuts because there's very few rappers who had beats on their albums, like Busta did, like them tracks. We're hitting you in your head. I was just listening to Extinction Level Event the other day. I'm like, yo, is this- that the one where um, him and Mystical on there? Yes. So what you is, yo, dad junk? <laughs> yes. And that was not released. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he had, he had trunk rattlers that it would do him a disservice just to limit him to videos. You get what I'm saying? Like, and, th- and that's yeah. the reason why, that's the reason why T.I. had to run from this. 
You know what I'm saying? Clifford. That's reason- Clifford. Oh, okay. Clifford Harris. <laughs> that's why Clifford Harris, that's why Tiny's man had to run <laughs> from this. Because it's easy to call yourself. Tiny baby daddy. Is, is it, well, one of them. It's easy to call yourself the king of the South when no one wants that title. Nobody mm. in the South wanted to be king of the South. They didn't care about that. UGK didn't care about that. Scarface didn't care about that. Luda didn't care about that. He said in his record, I'm universal. I never limit myself to the South. He didn't care about that. Outcast didn't care about that. Goody didn't care about that. The only one who cared about that is the one who named himself that, and that was T.I. And, and then um, like five of them dudes you just named, I like better than T.I. anyway. No, you go. And so, and, but, so, so his thing, so you call yourself the king, you do this stuff saying you want to call out New York, with well, Fifty don't even live there no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, so Fifty ain't claiming New York like that. But then when a New York cat gets in your grill, who's got pedigree, then all of a sudden you want to play him off like he's an old man. Y'all are eight years apart. Mm-hmm. Y'all debuts came five years apart. Okay, the same <laughs> distance that Snoop and DMX had, and they did a versus. Another thing mm-hmm. I didn't understand about it is like you talk about you wanted a, a great. But then the greats would have been older than you. Yeah. And and to be quite honest, must have been around longer than Jay-Z. Okay, so so hold on. Okay, so no, they debuted the same year. They debuted solo in 96. And so Oh, we we not counting leaders of the new school. Oh, we're not gonna count um the originators for Jay-Z? Oh, you true, you're right. So so they they, they both been around a while, but the debuts I, popped off in 96. But I still okay. just think it's a it's a dumb argument to like try to call like Buster old when it's like okay him and Jay Z are like like you said now dang dang they're neck and neck so yeah. you can't use that excuse you yeah. just was about to get smoked not, not only that but let's start with two thousand and one then because two thousand and one is when Genesis came out that's what break your neck as I come back. All of those songs. So just start for 2001 and then. Just tell Buster, okay, you can't play any songs from 96 to 2000. You can only start with 2001. And he still would have got smoked. Here's my thing. People are telling you who they want to be uh, viewed on the same level as. And when they, when they say, I want to challenge this person, they're telling you who they think they're on a level with. So when T.I. says, oh, uh, I want uh, 50, or I want Jay, he's telling you that's where I see myself. I don't think it's a discredit like when people say, oh, no, like Buster calling out T.I. It's not a discredit to either one of them. But for T.I. to be like, yeah, you don't want these problems. You old school, like T.I. is telling you, no, you're not on my level. And that's that's kind of And there's the problem. That about. is the problem. Buster like that. That is the problem because T.I. is nowhere yeah. near Buster's level. <clears throat> yeah. That is the problem they're because you, you you're not respecting they, the they, catalog. They're showing you who they want combos with. And but th- you're not respecting the catalog of this giant who actually helped yeah. you on the record because they did hurt the song hurt together. Yeah. So you're not respecting Don't this Alpha Mega. Well, forget him, but but <laughs> but still, when you needed that heat, this is who you can't who you call. This is not some prehistoric dude. Buster ain't, it ain't like he just lost relevancy, you know, over the last some years. <laughs> still you know nice. I mean? <laughs> still and nice. will still kill you. You know what I'm saying? And so that that disrespect is 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 one thing to see yourself as a king. Okay, that's fine. But if you see yourself as king, that means you you have a reign, all right. 
And, and when you're keen to it, then it means it doesn't matter what time you came out. If you got enough hits, come see me. That's what you're saying. You get what I'm saying? So, no, you backed off of that one. You backed off of that one because that dude got heat for you. So, let so me I, 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 I don't want to hear, hear you talking about Jeezy because, see, you know, as a resident South dude, if they're going to be on just some trap stuff, ain't nobody Jeezy. trapping harder than Jeezy out here. <laughs> nah, <laughs> you Jeezy. get what I'm saying? Jeezy been T. around. T. Jeezy is... If T.I. start coming up with them pop hits that he had, that ain't going to last. If it's all trap, you ain't out trapping G's in this joint. So he could, he could take an even worse L by taking an L to a rapper who lyrically ain't necessarily on this level. That looks even worse. That's bad. You should have done that. Y'all, y'all kicked your coverage, really. Because you, you run but your But here's route. the thing. I think... Uh... I think we're discrediting T.I.'s catalog as if he doesn't have, not necessarily trap music, but T.I. has records. If you're talking about what you know oh, yeah. about that, you're talking about... Yeah. Uh, Let's get away. Shoulderly. You're talking about yeah. uh, whatever well, you, you Shoulderly like. was young drove. records. But yeah. Shoulderly was young drove. But yeah, but, but live your life, Rihanna. I mean, that was huge. You know what I'm saying? Like, swagger like records. us. I know his catalog, Top of the World. I know it. ASAP, 24s. Come on, this but this that, this where I'm from. You don't know, but me. that's like, yeah, but that's, that's bring them my, out. Bring them out is my favorite songs ever. Bring them out. That's oh, my issue. That's where I I get upset. Where like where everybody that's been on Ti side of this is like, well, y'all acting like Ti Ti ain't got got joints. I'm like Ti is acting like he don't got joints. How do you call somebody out? They don't give you what you want. Then somebody else calls you out who in the pantheons of hip-hop would be a greater all-time rapper than the first person that you wanted to battle. Really? And you're ducking it. So it's like, it's not that, it's not that we're, uh, we wanted, we wanted to see that. I mean, most of us wanted to see it because we really just want to see Buster in a verse, uh, we still can. Uh, winking at you, Bishop, and okay, it may sound appropriate to everybody else, but you know what I'm talking about. Okay, okay. so, so this, this is well, a, I, um, I kind of want to wait until this album comes out on, on Friday because I got a feeling, especially based off of one of these songs I just heard that got leaked. All right, so what's the bus around right coming. here? Um, is this is gonna be this is gonna be a whatever fades podcast exclusive. <laughs> Am I correct? Okay, it could be. I'm I'm willing to share with everybody else. It could this be. is no. I'm. This is a whatever face podcast exclusive. Since Clifford, as 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 the lady in the house told us, we have to refer him as. Since Clifford didn't want to smoke, we're gonna have the whatever face captain Corey Hollywood Reed represent Ti, and James Harris White is gonna represent Buster. And we're going to do this versus the way it should have been done. Um, Corey, you're going to let the people know how it's going to be done. Is it going to be live? Is it going to be... We, how how are we doing this? So I, I can do it. Um, the best way to do it would be live because if we use if we use it for a podcast, I don't know if they're going to rip us offline. Uh, That's true. It's music being played that don't belong to us. So it would have to be a Facebook Live. And we can do like two minutes or a minute thirty 
per song, do 20 rounds, uh, you go, I go, you go, I go out, whatever the order is. But uh, that's the one of the reasons why the 100th episode, we cut uh, the Biggie Tupac battle off because we didn't want people uh, pulling the actual podcast episode offline because of uh, copyright infringement or musical okay. rights, all that other jazz. So be on the lookout in the very, very, very near future. T.I. versus Buster. Whatever, whatever face podcast exclusive. We're going to end so the discussion right there. That's going to happen. You know, it's funny because you got a New York dude representing an Atlanta guy and you got a South dude representing a New York guy. Which <laughs> <laughs> that's irony. So we're here for it and I'm, and I'm enjoying it. Being that we're in the vein of music right now, um, we have another new segment. Oh, yes. That is, um, I love new segments. It'll let, me, let me tell you something. <laughs> These segments, when I tell you they sweep the nation. Mm. It's new, but it's already sweeping. I like it. Because it's like mm-hmm. the, the anticipation is just the, the underground, like the underground, the underbelly of our nation, like they be knowing. So it's like, like, it's, like as soon as you said new segment, stocks just went up. Like trying to tell you this, boom. like as we know, as we as we've heard before in, 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 in previous years, streets streets is watching. Streets is watching. Streets is watching. So you uh, belong to the no, please, please don't. Not that song. Sorry. One of Jay-Z's greatest failures. Anyway. Um, <laughs> George. Mm. George. Yo, George. Corey, up. do not Corey, that square was up. trash. I'm tired of you. Corey, tired that joke. Corey, Corey, Corey it just just say that was trash. I'm tired of you. Yo. I said that, yo. I'm tired he of you. He said I'm tired of you. Stop my time. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, please just admit that one was trash, bro. Oh. That one was trash. You didn't like that, George? <laughs> Yo, that joke was trash, bro. Come on, man. Ooh. The whole album or just that song? That song. I, I'm okay. not going to say the whole album. I would never say that. Okay. That song was cheeks. Hey, can, we, can, can we have a segment called uh, What's the Worst Rap Line You Ever Heard? <laughs> okay. That would be a lot of fun. Ooh, that that would be great. <laughs> I gotta find a couple. We gotta do some. We gotta do some serious digging. Okay. Veronica, you give no, me you know, a segment. Just, just go do a little way now. We'll find plenty of. Wow. I'm, I'm sorry. What what happened? This is this this is the segment. It's like it's brand new, but it's sweeping the nation. <laughs> and this brand new segment. What is Veronica listening to? We just gotta know. So. Is there anything that you're listening to that you want to let the people know about? Because Streets is talking. I'm listening to songs for this recording on Friday. Okay. That's not... That's, don't don't that's jump too high. <laughs> no, wait. Hold on. Hold on. I just... I just wait, wait, wait a minute. Give me a second. Okay. There it is. There it is. Okay. That's what I'm listening to. All right. Okay. Preparation. I'm trying to tell you. She's going to get ready for you. And that's this week, people. Make sure you... Oh, I keep on promoting this junk like you can buy tickets. It's sold out. It's sold out. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure y'all get the album when it comes out. Control Reagan live recording going down this weekend. Um, We were having a discussion last week um, and we wanted to have more of you guys in on it. It was me 
Tyler's or what up, Mrs. Cosby, Pastor Cosby, as the bishop refers to you. Oh, and, um, yes. and Rich as well. We were talking about we were talking about gospel music um, and how we hmm, how we feel about it as it is right now compared to how it was before. Um, a lot of releases came out this week. There was a lot of excitement. Um, how do you guys Corey, I'm going to start with you. How do we feel about gospel music right now? I think you asked me this before, Pat, and I told you the only, only way I know gospel music comes out is when y'all say, oh, the new so-and-so is out. Like, I never know when gospel projects are coming out um, because there's just no promo for them. Like, uh, James came up here and told us his album was coming out. But if I didn't listen or didn't know you guys, I would never know he would ha- he had a project out until it was out, and I saw it like uh, in a group checks or, or come across my feed. Hey, listen to this, and that's the same way I feel with most gospel artists now. Is that I never know when a project is coming out until it's out. If your name isn't Kurt Franklin, or uh, I'm trying to think of some Israel or somebody like that. I, me personally, I'm not saying I'm speaking for everybody, but me personally. I don't know when albums are out until they're out and people are like, oh, so-and-so has a dope project. Oh, this sounds good. Or you should listen to this. But I never know when they're coming out. So, all right, that's that's what, that's what that's an important thing, though. The lack of promotions. Because people are investing a lot of money into making these projects. And the fact that they can't um, engage somebody that would actually listen and let some let them know. I mean, word of mouth is word of mouth is key, but I know that there's a lot of money going into promotions, and I know there's a lot of money going into these projects. So that's that's yeah. we could we could tab that as another issue. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it, it costs. Itself. It costs too. You um you got to spend money because Facebook don't want you to advertise. They just don't. Man, they do not. Facebook don't want you to advertise. They want you to spend that money. But they don't want you to advertise. You have to spend so much money to get your own followers to see it on their timeline. Yes. And, and same thing for Instagram, which is connected to Facebook. Um, it's pure evil. They're going to hell. But we still use them. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, your, your, your best advertisement at this point is to flood the market with product. Um, it's literally cheaper to make an album than to advertise for it. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's it is to have wow. it is to have product out. It is to have multiple pieces of content out and keep building. Um, Toby Nwigwe caught fire over the last couple of years because every Sunday he's putting a record out. Every Sunday he's putting mm-hmm. a single out, and then he released it as an album when all the singles came out. And 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 we'll continue to put out, you know, records. Continue to put out visuals. That is that is your marketing for your last song, is to put out another one and have people come out and get it. And then when something pops, then all of a sudden people are going to be like, "Oh man, where's this artist been?" And then they go back to your catalog and then stream the rest of your stuff that you had out. So if you want good advertisement, unless you have a purpose intent on a particular song or a particular album. The best way to advertise it is to continue to put stuff out. 
the team. Yeah, you you made a point that I just caught too because I noticed that Apple Music does it. It's mm-hmm. like okay, once you go to that one album, what they've been doing lately is making sure that the rest of your albums or anything else that for artists is attached to is like underneath that um that playlist. Yep. yep. So if you didn't even know they had an album in 2015, you could even go back and just yeah download that. So it's like that. That's how I found the group Moonchild, and um oh, oh yeah, listen that. Yeah. I, that album 2017 <laughs> made me find the 2015 one. And, yep. and, and, and then I became a fan. Um, Veronica, you need to get that moon child, my friend. They they white, but they sound black. So it don't yeah, count they go. on they're, the black they're, list. They're, they're great. They, they're they going amazing. to Apple Music right now. You said Listen, moon who? Moon, moon child. Moon. <laughs> Come on. Moon. Moon. Oh, War Cry Baby. That's how they talk over there. You said moon who? <laughs> <laughs> Two. Sorry. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's all one word, Moonchild. You're gonna love them. Yeah. I'm that, looking at a 2019 yeah. album. Is there a certain yeah. album I should be looking at? All of them. Um, but you want to start with 2017 because that is the bridge between 2015 and 19, but all of it's good. And th- and that's the point that I'm making. Like it's so much good music out here, y'all. You gotta dig. <laughs> yeah, you got it's dig. so much good music, man. These these talented Negroes. Somebody right now is making a hit, and we don't know who they are. They on SoundCloud right now, and then they eventually made their way over. Yeah, and they're in Freeport, Ohio, and we've never heard of them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they dope. You know, so you just got to keep doing it, man. Yo, you heard a bass track shit? No, no. Oh, not bass track. Brass track. Sorry, brass tracks. No, that either. Yep, bunch of nice, nice little white guys. You can check them out. Okay, well, sure will. See, look at that. We're helping each other. Come on now. Now that's the word of mouth right there. So mm-hmm. that's how I found George. Hey. And when he we was, found when he you, was George. George. One fifty in that joint. No, it was George one fifty. That was a minute ago. One fifty. I, I was. You know, you, you know. You know what's funnier than anything? Facebook memories. Yeah, man. Boy, I'm telling you. <laughs> Wait, George, uh, remember the album? <laughs> that, that's how you saved in my phone, by the way. 150 is how you saved in my album. That's so funny. Phone contacts. Like, I don't that have was, George. I have 150. Like, cause I, I made up. That's how I was introduced to you as. Or, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was George 150 on Twitter. That was back when Twitter was, Twitter was everything. Twitter yeah. was everything. Twitter was the social media, like all that back then. But um, and but you know what's funny though, I would say it was definitely a lot of word of mouth. I did a lot of traveling as well, though. I would say that I I I, I went to consecutive Stellar Awards, and when I did that um, when I did the first mixtape, I went down to the Stellars with about hundred and fifty CDs in my bag. And this was like really a, a lot before digital really got going, going, going like that. And I pretty much just handed my mixtape to everybody I everybody I saw, <clears throat> not knowing that giving your mixtape to another struggling gospel artist really doesn't make that much sense. But because <laughs> 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 they really can't do that much for you. Can't do in the nothing. Situations. So. 
But I mean, I, you want to trade? Was, right, exactly. <laughs> it was a lot of that, but I mean, it got my name out there, and it really helped. And I would say, like going to the sellers, and then going to um, a couple of um, coaching events with Doobie, where you know the Doobie Powell family, they're king in in coaching yes. world. So I got linked. Like I always like I always make it a point to thank Doobie, like. A lot of people know me just because I was walking around with Doobie, <laughs> literally. And like Doobie used to like I they um they brought me to a live recording in Akron, Ohio, and I met I met a lot of great people out there. I don't know if y'all know. Well, I know y'all know Swoop. I met Swoop. I met all these people in Akron, and um Doobie had me as a part of the live recording. When I tell y'all. I did absolutely nothing <laughs> and got a whole envelope. <laughs> I like All it. I did, like if they if they need like if I'm don't get me wrong, hey, we need blah blah. I was like, I'll go get it. I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> like, like, like I, I mean it was it was absolutely phenomenal. But like I would say, going back to what we were talking about last week, like I guess we just had some concerns about gospel music and I have some I have some other thoughts but I really want to get um James I um James's thoughts and um Ryan Ronnie's thoughts on how they feel about gospel music as it is right now. We got Corey's thoughts. Corey basically said he just don't know unless somebody says something and says, wow I just heard this and this is great. So how are we feeling about gospel music right now? But George, one more thing before you go to one of the yes. other, uh, people up here. The other thing for me, I was actually having this conversation uh, recently. I'm heavy on lyrics. Don't <laughs> give me a chant that I can recite yeah, you, for an you, hour. Corey, can you let this show evolve? Get off my service! I'm sorry, sorry. I'm shutting up. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you'll, See, be, you'll be back. <laughs> See, y'all wonder why we always be fighting, but this is my dude. He be knowing what's up. <laughs> he be knowing what's up. He just, look, when I tell you, he just took the express highway right to where I wanted to go. But we're not going to do that. Because I have an idea, but I want to see... Um, so I guess we should. Should we just go there then? No, we're not gonna go there. I, you want to go there? We already I had this conversation. We had this conversation. Wanna, yes, we did. But I want to get y'all takes. But Corey, I'm busting this thing up. <laughs> but um, Ronnie, what's your take on where gospel music? How you feel about gospel music right now? Um. Ain't you know it's not it's not like the good old hymns, but I think some some stuff is that's coming out is good. You already know Rich. I I not Rich, George. I love Rich Tolbert's album. Okay. I I love it. I think it's I think it's great. I'm for chance. I'm I mean I just anything goes for me, but I do in, enjoy it. I just feel like sometimes when you say a word over and over again sometimes it doesn't it you have to say it a few times for it to really hit you to really think about like wow god is really 
done this or like hallelujah to the highest praise, just stuff like that. I don't, I mean, that's what I've got. And I've listened to Vincent's single. I haven't listened to Jonathan Nelson's album yet. I do want to listen to that. Um, I just, I also feel like some of the artists just are throwing things out there just to throw them out there. I don't feel like they're taking the time like they used to, to be mm. like, listen, I really want to put this out there. Or since we're in a pandemic, I got all this time. I want to rush. Like, no, you still, if it takes you three months to get you out, then do that. Don't take a whole month and then just throw it out there. And then you get mad when nobody receives what you put out there. James. He's doing. <sighs> He's doing. I knew what he was doing. <laughs> I will, I will say... as a gospel music contributor i um hmm okay so there's a, there's a bit of to each his own in this you know it has evolved to the point where every musical style there is can fit inside of the large genre that is gospel music before it used to be gospel music sounded like the Hawkins, the Winans, Andre Crouch, Vanessa Bell Armstrong. It all sounded like that. Now you can have Lecrae, but you can also have Vincent Bohannon, but you can also have Kiara Sheard, but you can also have Out of Eden, or you can also have Travis Green, or like the sounds, there's so many, you know, so many multiple sounds there you can have a ccm type sound but it's still gospel you can have a hip-hop but it's still gospel you can have urban but it's still gospel you can have traditional you can have choirs praise team the light but it's still gospel music that shows evolution but the problem with that is still got to be good um (laughs) you can find what you like you know what i mean you can find what you like, but whatever you like doesn't necessarily fully represent what gospel music is now. Get what I'm saying? So, like, you could take a Rich Tobit album that comes out and chew the meat, spit out the bones with that, and like it, but know that that is not necessarily the sum total of what gospel is because it's too vast, if that makes any sense. So, it, it's, it's difficult to say what the state is because there's so much in it. You know what I mean? So many, so many types of sounds can lay claim to gospel music now. And it's, it is really difficult to see where it is because so many people are doing it. And now in, this, in the age of independent music that all of us on this podcast can put out a gospel record this week. You know what I mean? So where, whereas before you had to be on Verity or gospel-centric or, yeah. <laughs> or Vincent. You don't want to hear my gospel album. You don't want to hear my gospel album. It, I'm be more quite like, sure. Yeah, you don't want to hear my gospel album. Yeah, but... <laughs> no, but the first gospel you had to be, album had cussing in it. No, it would not be. Um, but no, for uh, Corey? Uh, no, no, it would not be. Trust me, I got some I got some cussing gospel records for you if you need them. Oh, um, bet. <laughs> yeah. So, but before you had to be on labels, if your stuff was going to be heard, now in the advent of streaming, everybody's in this thing, y'all. 
You know what I mean? And so it's a, it's a different day, but I think the creativity is good. But with the creativity, you have to make sure that. All right, I, I'll sum it up this way because I'm kind of I'm, I'm trying to make sure I don't step on too many toes. What I'm saying, but you have to make sure that you're not writing for a trend, or you're you're not making music for a trend that you're just copying what worked for somebody else and now you're doing your version of it. Gospel can only be effective when it's authentic. And it has to be authentic from the person who's given it. This has to be you. It can be imperfect, but if it's authentic and real and excellently done, it's going to pop. But it can't be another version of somebody else. You know, chants have their place when they're timed correctly. But if you're saying a chant for eight minutes, we're done. So you got to know how to produce that chant when it comes to a record. In, in a live situation, it's one thing. But when I'm listening to it at an album, you got to know how to edit that thing down so the entire work is palatable and the song by itself. And so that level of production, the A&R, what it goes into making good records, we're missing that a great deal. Okay. <laughs> thank you for thank you for everybody that brought their two cents to the table. I really appreciate your thoughts. I mean, you asked, man. I mean, that no, 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 shame, no. I appreciate it because I appreciate it. Because he's about to be a jerk. That's why you saying no, no, like no, that. Absolutely not. Because no, I'm about to make a real point. Because one of the real issues, one of the real issues with gospel music is there's not a space for feedback in this industry where if you give if you let somebody know something about or if you say something about a certain project or whatever and it's not a hundred percent positive is a lot of cases just looked at it as hate or it's not received correctly or whatever you want to say about it now i would i I would just I'm reiter I'm reiterating issues that we talked about last week, and I has and I've I had a lot of time to think about it, especially with all the prop pro, not problems projects that came out. I, as far as what Corey said about being somebody that needs lyrics, and he's not a fan of the chance, um, I can't say that I'm not a fan of the chance. But I will say I'm more lyrical. I believe that the chants have their place. I was going to say, I agree with James in saying that you, you have to have the right uh, placement um, in terms of chants. Not to say that I don't like them at all. Right. But there has, for me, as a, a gospel artist listener, yeah, it, it just has to have its place. I can't, like, don't. You can't do a full, you can't do a whole album of chants. Yeah. No. There's, yeah. there's, there's yeah. no, for me. Yeah, and, and then and then it's also it's also placement as well as far as placement on the album too because if you're gonna listen to a body of work, I give you for an example, um, Alpha and Omega. We're gonna be singing Alpha and Omega until Jesus comes back, right? Yes, sir. That's two lines. That song is two lines. Essentially, it's sung on that album like a chant. All right, from what I understood when they did the recording. It was 32 minutes of we give you all the glory. 
we worship you, O oh Lord. You are worthy to be praised. Every church sings that song. Every, every denomination church. of church sings that song. And that, that song knocks out every church is singing. Every single time. And we're going up. See what I'm saying? So it's like, it's placement, though. Because in the context of when it came on the record, they were mm -hmm. already building to a, a, a worship moment like that. And it's organic. What we try to do, Veronica, what we try to do is create moments. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let, now. Me, get, let, let me get, I, I, me get I, I, to that. This wait, 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 because I didn't like the way he said my name. That wasn't no, very I, nice. I brought, okay, can you, can you? Because you said that real hard. Because no, the placement, no. Veronica. Okay, okay, so I got this, okay. So this is what we do. George explained what we do. We do that in the midst, and when we call people's names, we do that to include them in the conversation. It, it's like yes. this, if somebody was preaching and they said your name is like they was talking with you. So you part of yeah. the message. So it's not a dig at you. It's to include you in the conversation with the point. I'm yeah, ready to cut you good. Yeah, I'm like, ready to cut you good. I'm looking at him like, what's up? So you said my name like that. So now if you took offense to it, that means that's guilty. That's not Clifford, That's James. That's not Clifford. Oh, my. That's a whole different thing now. So when we do that... When we do that, it's to include you in the moment, not to, to say that you're guilty of the situation, unless you are. Well, damn. Now, as I was saying. <laughs> but here we go. I'm just saying, but... when you say my name, say it's sweet. Don't, don't say your heart. <laughs> sweet. Okay. okay. You forgot who you were talking about. This is the moment so I've been building through the whole podcast, George. This is the moment right here. Right here. This is exactly what you want. Can we introduce a new segment? Uh-oh. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Sweep of the nation. It's, the numbers are up. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> with, that, with that being said, though, the timing of chance, the, the timing of chance on records, the timing of moments, it's what, what we want to do, for li especially for live recordings, is we want to capture a moment. We want to capture it. Organic. You don't want to... Organically, it happened that way. And the feedback that you get from it it's because of what happened in that moment. You know, it's not you forcing a moment on us and then recording it and keep trying to work that thing because it's not going to come off right when you force the moment. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I agree. Wait, let, let, let's, first of all, let us, wel let us welcome in Pastor Talisa Cosby into the broadcast. Pastor, straight from Bible study. Teaching the God word bless and you. God bless. No, wait, wait, God wait, wait, bless wait, wait, wait. Pastor. I need that. God bless you one more time. God bless you. There it is. <laughs> that was good. She came What's in like she's keeping in rehearsal too. Listen, <laughs> listen. What y'all talking right. about in here? <laughs> okay, so I feel like James pretty much knocked it out of the park. That 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 worship template that's been created from songs like Alpha and Omega, like he said. Uh, he out. Um, and that's cool, because he, he did what he had to do, and he left. <laughs> so he, pre I think he, he preached the I word, he, and he left. I think he run it for Ronnie, to be honest with you. That whole name thing got a shook. That kind of shook me up. <laughs> 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 But Ryan's ready to pull out the so y'all heard it. I thought it was just me. I was like, no, wait a minute. No, 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 no. He we knew he was just talking. It was just like he does, that's how he talks. So like um, if he's trying to make a point, no. he'd be like, you know, A plus B gets you to C. Uh -uh. 
Corey. Like, if you want to so include me in the conversation, <laughs> talk sweet. Say my name sweet. Don't talk be talking sweet. to me all hard. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh my God. So, listen. <laughs> the, I, the I'm going to say. start in trouble? <laughs> you got to. When you hear it back, you got to crack up. You missed the <laughs> So, <Jeez>. my. <laughs> My said, you're gonna call me out in the middle of this service, right? Right, he wasn't calling you out, though. He was making a point and like including you in the conversation. But anyway, um, she felt, she felt attacked. My concern is that that worship template that's been created, where you know we get into the moment or whatever, and all of a sudden we're not. And this is coming from me as a, as a. I almost call myself a former gospel contributor, but I'm not going to say that because God's been working on me. <laughs> um, but as somebody as a writer, a songwriter that does gospel music or whatever, what I'm seeing is, and Ronnie kind of alluded to it, people are resorting to recording moments or, and like some will even call it like spontaneous worship and then turn that into a song. Now, don't get me wrong. I get that. That's what happens in every church Sunday morning. But artistically, I'm sitting here looking. I'm like, no, that's not a song. That's a movement. That's a moment. But is it, is it a myriad of thoughts put together? Is it well thought out, placed together? Is it is it one verse, two verses, a vamp, and a chorus all put together to make a song? No, it's not. But the George, worship I think temp- the perfect the perfect song he he chose was Alpha and Omega. You can't Absolutely. shoot for Alpha and Omega every single time because it probably wasn't meant for that. Right. The when it was recorded, it captured a moment which kind of reverberates in every church now and capturing that same moment. But you can't write a song saying, oh, I want Alpha and Omega. And then you go for that and it don't it don't have that same feel. Hey y'all, but you know that you know goes what? to the that goes to the laziness that Ronnie was talking about. It's just that people don't and this is my this is one of my this has been one of my biggest issues. People don't want to create the wave. They just want to ride it. Yo. So instead of being <laughs> Instead of being the 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 trendsetter, they just fall into what everybody else is doing, and then they do it too. And Yo, you want to hear something because, crazy? Hold on, let me just get because, that out. Get it out. Right, just because you don't get me wrong, you sound great. The singers sound great. The band is killing. Like all the icing is on the cake, but when you get inside that cake, bro, ain't nothing. That, that is, is lacking something for me as a creative I'm sorry it just I can't get I can't get as hype in as everybody else when it comes to certain stuff I need don't get me wrong I do need I do need a chin here or there because they're they're powerful too but you can't you can't give me you can't give me all that and not it's, it's all appetizers, no dinner. I can't do it. Like you want to hear something crazy? Like okay. I don't literally went to like 
three albums. I'm not gonna say who they are just because you know we try to have some some cooth here. And that bothers me about our music, bro. We can't be honest about the the, the music that we're talking about because it'll be considered a it's shot. Sensitive. But I don't look at three albums. And within those three albums, there's a song with a reprise on it. And that reprise is a chant. So it's almost like, like you said, like there's an intent for this to happen. Instead of it like organically happen, that's already been stated. And it's starting to seem like it's, for me, you know how like we had that golden era of well, I'm I'm switching, you know, dramas just to make a point. Like, if most I don't know about Veronica, but like, who remembers 1988 when all that music came out and all those artists came out? Like, it was Kane, um, EPMD, Rakim, LL Cool J. All these different artists came out in '88 but there was nobody that sounded the same. But then you fast forward to now, you can name at least 10 and that's only being modest where there's a template of it worked for this person. So we all jumped on it. Same thing. With I, God I, feel, I feel like that's a common occurrence and I want Talisa to get in on this. Thank you for joining Talisa. I appreciate Hi, you. Um, I, I feel like that's a common occurrence in every genre where we have our trendsetters here, and then we have the we have the people that just they just get in under what the trendsetter is doing, and they're like a a, a carbon copy of that, and then people kind of latch on to that, and then radio stations latch on to that, and what happens is, especially with gospel, and I kind of blame I, I think I would blame radio more than anything, gospel radio more than anything because gospel radio won't allow certain kind of songs to get on the radio. They yeah. want everything to sound a certain and package and design way. And for and, and I'll say this again. I said it last week and I will say it again this week. If you are approaching gospel music and you're doing so trying to impress CCM artists and the CCM crowd, they do not want gospel music from people that don't look like them. It, it, it's, it's when I'm, I'm so serious about this point. And if you're an aspiring artist and you listen to this, I need to knock this to your head. CCM, the CCM crowd, the Dove Awards crowd, all they want is white Christian music. They don't want music from us. Yes, they'll give Kirk Franklin an award every year for the gospel for their for their for their gospel category but they're going to fill their stage with what they want to hear they have no interest in crossing over anything you know how we get excited when we see a a, a white artist singing like they black tori kelly kelly came out we lost our minds those people do not care i promise you they do not care when we try to do what they do so I'm just trying to help some people out and at the same time, just let you know how where I'm with it. Talisa, do you have any thoughts, any more thoughts? Because we talked about it last week. 
But do you have any more thoughts concerning like how do you like where you see gospel music at right now? Um, yeah, we we talked about it a little bit last week, and um, I stand on what I said before. I mm-hmm. I'm just gonna rock out to the old stuff until gospel find its way again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I like the old stuff. I feel like it's pure church music. Um, the stuff that we hear now is just, like you said, it sounds all the same. You already know the next beat when it comes and and then the lyrics is, you know, it's not really and I think Rick said this last week, like, can anybody incorporate a scripture? Like, can we refer back to the word sometimes? Um, I I mean, there are some people that I do, you know, listen to that I like, um, but I'm really not with this new modern wave of of where gospel is going, honestly. It's been doing that for a minute because I remember there was that self-loathing uh, gospel music, like, oh, I'm going through so much, I'm so confused. And then it was like, you know, we took what was somebody's, like, I guess, authentic album where it's like okay yeah maybe this is the thing and people can relate to that you know being a christian and dealing with like real life but then it started that because that became a trend because it's like oh this is how you get on let me create a narrative where you know we go through struggle but yet we come through on the other end it's like hey man like can we sing about how good god is for a change instead of like that's that's how they did that's how they did sunday best for those you ever watch an episode of Sunday Best when it first first starts off? Like mm-hmm. when they're doing the auditions, they'll get the person in there. Hi, I'm such and such. I'm from Pontiac, Michigan. Um, I lost both my legs and my arm fell off. But God <laughs> gave them back to me and I just made it here. And I'm so glad. Like, wait, what? What? Like, it, it, it can't be that bad. How about you just have a dream of singing and you want to sing gospel and you on Sunday Best? Like, there was a real period that Rich was referring to where it was just like, I lost my job, I lost this, I lost that, and then the pre-chorus was, but God. And- <laughs> but George, that's why I said to you, that's why I said to you, for me, it's the lyrics. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. One, of the, one of the artists, and I've told him this to his face because I'm just, I believe you. It's not a negative thing. Dion Kipping is one of the artists to me. I remember the first time I actually played um, Heal Again. I was Mm -hmm. on the train going to work and I was on the train fighting back tears because I was listening to it and I'm like, mind you, this was was before any of my parents went through uh, any medical conditions so that song for me, I, it affected me when everything was going okay. Mm-hmm. When my parents were like going through health scares, hearing that song only made like it only brought back like okay, yeah. So it like stuff like that, and, and I don't want to. You said Richard weren't mentioning the name, so I'm not gonna mention the name. But I will say I wasn't affected by the, a certain song that says "Break Every Chain." I wasn't. Like I wasn't moved. Like Me it neither. might have been been an emotional response for everybody else, but I wasn't moved. I would much prefer listening to um uh Heal Again or 
so glad um so glad he didn't leave me where he found me like stuff like that is like all right i ain't got to be the deepest christian ever but i can hear what you're writing and it affects me um the same with like anything kurt writes great writer you listen to kurt franklin you're like man listen this guy just he's got it whatever it is he's tapped in he's his ear is there but that's the same reason why, like, I don't listen to 1190 because I've heard all those songs before. I actually mm-hmm. wanted to listen to or find another gospel station where it was like, all right, maybe I can get this uh, Hillsong vibe. I don't, know, I don't know. I was looking for it at the time, but I just knew I didn't want 1190. I didn't like, I'm like, if I wanted to play heads, I can, I have all heads albums. I can play heads albums. I wanted to hear Kirk. I can play it like, so I wanted something that wasn't 1190. And I like, stumbled across finding different um, genres of gospel music. Because to me, it was all what we heard in church. Hawkins, uh, uh, John Pease, your, your Hezes, your Kirk Franklin's, like your Fred Hammond. That's what we heard growing up. So I wanted mm. to get, like, get more gospel music that wasn't just that. It was crazy as about it. It's like, and I guess it's, it's true with every genre. It's like this is mainstream and then there's this underground where it's like, yo, where was this when I needed it? Because this is fire. Like, I'm going to say this group's name because it's like it, they old, but nobody really heard of them because of everybody else. And I liked them for the time period that they was in because it was like nobody sounded like that and I liked a good blend of voices. And if you're going to play the music like a certain way, then that's cool too. But they, they were called the C.D. Hawkins Singers out of Jersey, I believe. And when I say like they were amazing, I was like, yo, these these people are like, oh my God, this is great. But you never seen them anywhere, probably like locally. But it was like, as far as like a mainstream like sound or anything like that I was like you, you didn't see him mm-hmm. you, you didn't see him so it's like they got lost in the shovel and I know one of them dudes ended up singing with like Kurt Carr or something like that because I recognize him from singing with the C.D. Hawkins singers I'm like but I'm like man if anybody could just hear this and hear how good it is then it you know it'd be such a broad spectrum of like music you listen to like like um Bishop was saying earlier like the spectrum is broadening now. So it's like, okay, good. I don't just have to listen to this one sound a hundred times. I can move over here and get a different feel and enjoy that just as much as I listen to something else. So so, so with that point that you just made, uh, I definitely want to say this. We do have to be, I, I, we do have to be respectful and sensitive to the people that do enjoy what we may not see as as what that do enjoy what we may not enjoy because there's a lot of people like even because like Ronnie alluded to it earlier like she loves she loves when there's a message in a song and it gets repeated over and over again because for some people it it edifies them and it builds them up and it reinforces the point trying to be made in the song so there's a spot there's a place for everybody and there's going to be room there's going to be room for every single person that creates my my biggest issue is 
when somebody comes into saying that I want to be this, I want to be a, a creator and I want to make gospel music. And when they get there, all they do is just look at who's popular and they take the template from whatever they see is winning. And all they do is just borrow from that and they take whatever God gave them and they try to form it into what the God gave the other person. And I'm telling you that it's not going to be a formula for success. You should always, and I always say this to people when they do ask me, you should always be creatively you. Do not, you're going to have inspirations. You're going to have people that you, you look up to and aspire to be like, but you have your own creative voice. So we cannot come into it with your own creative voice and with, with your own creative voice that God gave you. So I, if for me, this is just for me, like if God gives me a song and I write that song and I put it out or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's a message that somebody needs to hear. So and I'm trusting in God that the message that I'm giving is going to touch somebody somewhere. And it's one of those things where you plant, you plant these seeds when you write these, when you create these things. Now, it could be anything that you're doing. It doesn't have to be, everybody doesn't have to be a songwriter. It could be a bunch of different things that you're doing as part of the body of Christ that you're working towards. But just know that these seeds that you're planting they're all, they're all going to grow to harvest because God's going to provide the increase. So we can't be discouraged, but we, what we don't want to do is all be planting the same kind of seeds. We all have, we all have our individual and unique skills. We all can do something. We all could bring something to the forefront. There's all God. I mean, God wants us, God wants us to do something. I, I, yeah, he's, I hear. I hear you. And cause... he's given us, us the ability to do something and be a part of something because everybody can't sing. I know this conversation right here, we're strictly talking about music. So it's important. And like, I don't know, I just, I, just for me, because I just know how it feels. And if, I, if, if, if we talk about it for a second week, like we are now, it's because I feel like it's really important. And I, and I love music and I have a heart for creatives that are out there and they're trying their best that, and they're paying the, the exorbitant amounts of monies that they have to pay for mixing and mastering. And then they're paying this, this, all this money for promotion and making sure it's a, it, it's a huge investment. It's a huge investment just to be heard. So that in itself could be a discouragement. So imagine doing all of that and what you presented is just a carbon copy of what somebody else did. You don't want to do that. If you're making this great investment in yourself, make sure it's authentically what God gave you. And if it's authentically what God gave you, then you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And I'm not knocking, and I'm not knocking anybody. Every there's a place for everything. Just because I might not like it, that doesn't mean that uh, there's there's 99 other people 
that don't like it. So I don't want this to come off as like a bash fest or anything like that because I don't want to disrespect anybody that's making music. I love all types of music. There's just some stuff that I won't prefer. Preference is not gospel. It's just a preference of what you like, what you like more. Corey was talking about it. We just had an example of two people. One person said, you know, hey, I like lyrics. And then the next person was like, I like lyrics too, but I love a chant here and there. So, you know what I'm saying? We just got to have love for it all and just pray it gets better because we as Christians, we need it. You know what, George? You know what? And I'm going to piggyback off of that because I came to this realization like, I say maybe last year or so. And because I, I kept wondering, like, not even just with gospel news, but like in general, like when there's a trend or something like that, it's like, why do so many people gravitate to it? And then when somebody actually breaks a trend, we look at them like they're some kind of anomaly or something like that. So it's like, wow, where did you come from? It's like, no, if you really think about it, if this is just me and how, how it looks to me, it's like when we follow trends, and I don't, I don't think anything's wrong with a trend. Like they come and they go, but it's like to to mimic it to the T, where it's like this is the only way that it works. It's almost like saying like God isn't big enough to give you something that works for you, right? And I look at it like in the simplest of things. I'm like, you look at plants. Yeah, they're plants, but there's so many variety of plants that you can't just say. This is this is this type of plant, and this this type of plant, and then it's like you got a poison ivy, you got a Venus ridgecraft, you got evergreens, you got moss. Like there's just so many things that like go into like a species of things. So it's like okay, now if they have a variety, why don't we have enough of variety? And God is like vast and unique enough where it does like He doesn't make everybody the same. We may, me and George may be in the same category, but I'm not going to do what George do because George is good at that. I'm going to do what I do. You know, that's why there's different positions in certain things. It's like, hey, I ain't no point guard. I'm too tall. I'll probably be a center or something like that. But, you know, nobody gets in where they fit in. I shouldn't say nobody. That's, that's a bad choice of words. But it's just like, I don't know if we're spending enough time with ourselves to find that niche or find whatever it is that sets us apart that we can still have impact because of the uniqueness of who we are and not so much the thing that will just come and then go and now we're adjusting to the next thing that comes and then goes and then we adjust to the next thing that comes and goes well we never get to find out like the levels of who we are and what we can build what we can create what we can put out that is just like always evolving and always unique, and then nobody else can do that but you, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So what, I guess what it all boils down to is, for me, well, for, for me, I would say creatives create, create honestly, create openly, don't stop creating, don't be discouraged. Um, even if, Even if you listen to this and you feel like, you feel like attacked or feel away. Cause I mean, that can happen. 
nothing nothing is worse than I would say nothing is worse than sitting and creating something, sitting with it and taking time with it, and then you finally trust to put it out to the world, and they're like, nah. <laughs> like nothing nothing hurts more than that. So I mean, I, I I would honestly and openly say to you, there's a spot for you, there's a place for you. People definitely want to hear what you're doing. And trust me, it, it, if you're if you're if you're doing something that God gave you, trust me, it's not gonna come back void. It's not gonna come back void at all. So um, Pastor Cosby, I wish we had more time for you. Do you have anything you you have a um encouraging word that you want to give the people? I, I didn't think you was coming through today. I was Just so happy study. to see you. I wasn't, but you know, I had to make my appearance. I, had I appreciate to... <laughs> you. Now I just wanted to sneak up here and hear what you guys were saying. I know I'm late. No, she it's you a past she's a pastor just like the bishop. She came in the <laughs> rehearsal and see what y'all was doing and make sure y'all didn't tear up the church. So let me ask her when when the bishop when the bishop walks <laughs> yeah. in on youth rehearsal, what does the bishop usually have? <laughs> So we had to we had this in-depth question that we had to discuss. When the bishop walks in on, on not even choir rehearsal, just youth rehearsal, what does the bishop have on? What does the bishop have on? Um yeah. jeans with the uh strong crease. <laughs> a polo uh a rendezvous. <laughs> Button up shirt. Oh my! Whoa! Yo, you talking about somebody on Whaley Ave? I know it. (laughs) (laughs) You said rendezvous. Oh shoot! I thought you was gonna say like jeans, some shoes with a sweatshirt or something. So Corey said that. Corey said that he had a collar on. James just went straight brown velour with the white t-shirt, brown velour suit, jacket and pants with the white t-shirt and the felines, the white felines, the big, the big, the big stock. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. Ladies. I'm about right. Well, you, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. <laughs> Yo, and if you if you if your pastor is is um like my mom, it's um denim skirt to the floor, with the fifty four elevens and a nice sweater. Fifty four elevens. Yeah, dude, she keep listen. She ain't gonna wear no pants, but she gonna have some fifty four elevens on. She gonna have a Reeboks on at least. She ain't, she ain't giving. <laughs> hey yo, you she ever see a pastor speaking. wear? You ever see a pastor wear tens, but he tie them all the way up? Choking. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> it's like, like Ray. He wears Tim's like Ray Allen. Choked. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we want to thank you for rocking out with us for this edition of the Hello Beautiful People podcast. But Please if, send if though, if George, it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought he was about to go in. Oh, Pastor Ty is here. Please send, if you have any feedback about this show, please send it to me via vgeorgesmith.me.com. That's my email. You want to um, DM us 
at Hello Beautiful People Podcast. You can do that. Just get in contact with us, whatever, however you feel. We want to know how you felt about today's show. Let us know. Please, as always, share. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, rate five stars. Please leave a comment. Let us know how you feel. Please share with your friends. Let everybody know. Um, check out the Outside the Box podcast with Talisa. You want to tell them Amen. what this week's episode's about? Amen. Want to um, tell them, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you want to tell oh, them what I... this week's episode is about? Yes, this episode, this week's episode is about 35 lessons for 35 years. I, I'm, I can't wait to check that out. I saw that. I was That's like, oh, I got to listen to this hear, one. You didn't hear Let It Breathe. That's a word. She was trying to give you. She was trying to give you time to catch it, George. You didn't catch <laughs> Touch your neighbor and say 35 words for 35 lessons. years, huh? Lessons, huh? lessons, not words. Lessons. 35 lessons. I said words. I heard what you said. She was preaching, though. I said words. 35 blessings, 35 years. Comes out Stop changing years. the message to fit you, Corey. You're not taking up the offering, Corey. <laughs> Corey's that deacon that try to shout the church every time offering about to start. Like, can you just take no, I hate that person. I hate that person. I'm like, <laughs> yo, you need to God, get it together. I know, I know God has been good, but hey. Let yeah, me tell you exactly. something about a, a, a young Jamaican boy that walked into American church culture and didn't realize that what they was doing. And I was like, wow, this is great. They're just shouting. And such and such is like, yes, now. What's the money on it? Like, well, wait, what? What's happening? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you, got a, you got a dollar. I don't want to miss my blessing. Oh, gosh. Thank you guys again for listening. And thank you for rocking with us. Thank you guys for coming through and being a part. I appreciate you guys. Rich, Talisa, Corey, James, Ronnie, they had to step away, but we appreciate them as well. Thank you guys again. We will see you next week, and as always, stay beautiful. Peace out.